Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Best and Worst of British, the podcast that sits down and watches bad British movies so that you don't have to. I will be your humble host for this evening. My name is Tom Hodkinson. I am sat with my two regular gentlemen as well. Hey DJ, I am Michael Bell. Hey MC, I am Lorcan Mullen. And I'm a fly motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Which film are we discussing today, Tom? Today's film is straight from the Hammer Horror Production Company. And it's Hammer. horrifying. It, to a degree. <laughs> I seem to be getting all the hammers so far. I've done on the buses and oh, now yeah. this. Yeah, we've, done, we've done two Hammer films. And, and we I've had them both. <laughs> and, uh, and they've been a bawdy sex comedy and, and a kung fu film. Oh, yeah, you heard that right. Hammer did a kung fu film. I didn't know what Hammer was. So it confused me. Okay, we've got to educate him. So, okay, so stop. Hammer time. <laughs> Hammer. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> how, long, how long? That was all less than a minute. That was that minute. was eleven. That was one minute sixteen seconds. I guess. I guess the right. closest equivalent that to Hammer would be Blumhouse, wouldn't it? Really, uh, a film studio production company whose entire the, repertoire really sort of hinges on lowish budget horror films but actually with some quite either. good Blumhouse have made things like Get Out the Purge films I think they made the Conjuring films as well mm. yeah. basically they make all the films that they made Truth or Dare and they've just got a great work ethic really they get shit made and it makes a lot of money oh, yeah. they, they pump out sequels like it's going out there of are plenty of there are plenty of large studios more than happy to throw a lot of money at Jason Blum the founder to run their studio Hammer basically were the sort of I'd say the blueprint for that. Yeah. They, they set themselves out with... Uh, a they did other things, but when yeah. people think Hammer, they think horror. Immediately they go to the Dracula film starring Christopher Lee, uh, film starring Peter Cushing. They had a set core uh, repertoire of actors that they kept going back to. They sort of picked up the mantle after Universal of taking the, the same... Yeah, the monster movie stuff, sort of but, thing, yeah. But whilst the Universal ones were classically black and white... The Hammer horror films were all in colour and lots of blood and, you know... Vibrant, heaving, gothic and horrible. Heaving bosoms. It was a huge influence on the Why League of Why did we Gen- watch one of them then? Because they're good films. Oh. Like, we're not allowed to watch good films. We punish ourselves. Although we have, I have already, as I've told you guys before, I've been in touch with Kim Newman and he's given some good recommendations for some bad Hammer horrors. Oh. So oh. We, will, we will do it eventually. And that one can go to someone else because I'm not just doing Hammer films all <laughs> my life. Shotgun not. Shocking up. And ah, there we go. I don't know, I don't know, Michael. There's some punishments that need to be meted out at some point. Actually, that's an incredibly good point. We'll get to that. Yes. So, uh, the Let's... film... We've not even mentioned the title of this one yet. The film is called Shatter. If you're looking for trouble... You are staring it right in the face. This is the man called Shatter, the toughest professional in the extermination business. I'm a professional. I get paid for my work, always. In his own unique way, he's the most dangerous man alive. That's why everybody wants him dead. You are bad news. You are on your own. Completely on your own. That's what I call you. Try each other. That's not the name. Yeah. More like a way of life. 
also starring Tai Lung, the dynamic new king of Kung Fu. Tai Pa, he's the master. Master of man's deadliest weapon, the human body. Shatter, you're marked. You're wearing a neon sign. For the first time, the combined thunderbolt excitement of kung fu, karate, Thai boxing, and Kwon Do. It's the most ferocious martial arts thriller of them all. Shatter. Also called the man called yeah, Shatter the, the, or something like that. There's uh, I think three names for it. There's this also call him Mr. Shatter. I like that. Or they call him Mr. Shatter. I like that as well because it's very formal. Shatter the bloke. There's <laughs> uh, Shatter the Gathering. Um, Who's that over there? It's Shatter. So, oh, one, two, three, here comes Shatter. Hammer seemed to spend a lot more time working on the title than they did on the script, by the looks of things. And even the title's really disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah, this was Hammer trying to cash in on the craze of the time of Enter the Dragon and all the Bruce Lee films and all the many knockoffs. Yeah, the 70s, after right? that, the Shaw Brothers and all that stuff. Yeah. 74, um, so you should know better. Kung Fu and Karate from Drew coming in is such a wave that they decided to cash in on it. And. Mm-hmm. Bond gloriously, as Shatter goes to prove. Yeah, because it's not really entirely a kung fu film. I would say the kung fu in it takes up a fairly small portion. It's trying to be like a spy thriller of some description. We're not really spy, but... Sort of an espionage-esque sort of thing. I get you. But then they have to set it in Hong Kong because at that time... Yeah, the, the UK pretty much owned Hong Kong. I've made a note of this, actually, and there's no real appropriate time to point it out, but at the time... like. Maybe it's because of the shoddiness of the quality of the video as well. But the way that they film Hong Kong, it looks like Coventry with a few extra (laughs) tears to most of the buildings. It's not the most exotic, beautiful looking place in the world, which maybe maybe Hong Kong isn't. I've never been, but... I've also yet to have the chance, Michael. Yeah, for like an hour waiting for a plane. And is it, You're and in is the it, airport. And is it, it East Asia's... identical to this. Is East Asia's Coventry? <laughs> uh, Coventry with money. This is a film called Shatter, about a man called Shatter. They call him Shatter. Mr. Shatter, thank Mr. you. At some Shatter. point someone says, that's not a name. Yes. <laughs> and that became my favourite part of the film. What was his first name? Be like Ian Shatter. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Shatter. <laughs> well, I don't think we find that his first name, do we? Shatter McShatterson. Yeah, uh, no, no, it would be... Um... Jeffrey Shatter. Clive Shatter. No, he's not a Clive. Clive well, he's, Shatter. He's a Clive. He's, he's, not, a he's not a Clive. He's a Clive as he's not far as the day is he's, he's a Clive. He's not suave enough to be Clive. No Clive has ever been suave. Oh, you've not been to Coventry. <laughs> I have. Or Hong Kong. And that's why I said there's no suave Clive. Should we start? Yeah, I'm mm. trying to. So Shatter basically is the tale of... An assassin who really kind of fucks up on a job and has to hide out in Hong Kong for a while. He seems pretty terrible at his job in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, here's the thing. The first, like, five minutes of the film, I want to talk about more than the rest of it. Mm. It was only 90 minutes long. 
But fuck me, so boring. So the opening scene, literally the second the film opens, you are greeted with tribal chanting and demonstrations from Africa right into your face. Sort of stock news footage. Yeah, but it's so disorientating. Yeah. You sit there, you expect... Ah, like, kung fu films all start <laughs> off with civil unrest in African nations. You, you're just half expecting to sit there, see a couple of logos, and then maybe jump you into it. But no, it's like fucking within... Movie! Next to 0.5 seconds ago. <laughs> I, yeah, I did wonder if I'd like got a bad copy. Of, I, won't, I won't explain how I got my hands on it, but you know, for, for, for a good few minutes, I was thinking, have I got the right film here? Let, let's not kid ourselves right now. As, at the time of recording, it's still available on YouTube. That is how we all watched it. Yeah. So If a film's on YouTube and it's been it's there for game. a while... It's free game. It's, and I think it's like the studio themselves going, we're not going to bother trying to track down people watching Shatter. You want us to put this on a disc? Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, curious if this does have a DVD release or not. I, don't well, know. Well, I, I mean, we haven't found it, but we'll mm. investigate. Most of the other ones I have purchased on DVD, the one we're doing next, I just purchased today on DVD. So ah, yeah, we'll come to that in the yeah. end. Yeah, sure. It sets out the studios and just the idea that there's civil unrest in a in an African nation and there's a, a bit of a bastard general. Bit of a to do. Yeah. That's what I was thinking actually when I watched this and I thought, oh, it's the African warlord. And then I thought, you know what? That's kind of me being stereotypical as well. Just because it's an African man in army garb doesn't mean these. It might be a private. You know, he might have, he might have saved up and got himself a nice hotel room for the night. You know, but and no, he, 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 he is he is he's the leader of the country. I yeah, think yeah. it turns the, out basically the general whose name completely escapes me, as does the name of pretty much everyone in this film, Jimmy mm. Jeffrey. Um, Jimmy Jeffrey. Jimmy General. Uh, Clive General. Clive General. Professor General. <laughs> Clive General. Clint General. <laughs> Professor General What's finds himself going to what I assume to be an embassy, but it actually turns out to be a hotel. Yeah, uh, gets into his private room after he uh, escorts into the into the room and finds himself a buxom young lady. Hello, a concubine of some who, description. Who, who says crime doesn't pay? Who mm. start? He starts pouring champagne on her because why not I thought actually again like I wasn't sure if this was the film you know the army do advertise quite a lot before a film starts so it could have been you know? join the military join the join get the, the latest join, join the army here's some tits <laughs> where a shatter looks like he's been beaten in the testicles for five hours join oh. the army <laughs> but you get a badge <laughs> and already at this point it's the horrible 70s audio is playing havoc yeah. so my ears are, I, I think my left ear went deaf for about 12 minutes and the right ear became really fucking sensitive <laughs> just listening to what was going on so uh, yeah so uh, three minutes in and we've already got an African warlord pour, an African general mm. pouring champagne on the box of wench it's like ah the past <laughs> you did those were the days <laughs> oh remember when you could just walk into an embassy and spray champagne on a pair hey, of tits he's, he's worked hard for that wench he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's been a warlord he's, he's claimed many a skull it's, yeah. quite, it's quite hard to be a warlord you know but you can't just turn off <laughs> I the don't know centre. I've never been a warlord exactly. and that's why you can't get a books and wench you never put in the effort that's your problem Tom you haven't put in the effort to I'll be a warlord I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> And no, your cosplay as the warlord, the WWF wrestler, <laughs> does not count. Oh, when did, when did this a become great... a, like a fucking intervention? I, about think, I, think, I think you just got to sort yourself out. I've got to, I've got a book by Jordan Peterson that's going to get you right solid. Do you remember the story about the warlord? About his, uh, he's an eighties wrestler, and uh, well, the steroid era. Let's be honest, he's a big old brute of a lad. 
and apparently there was some story that um, he was trying to get some more steroids into his ass, and apparently he was just full. Yeah, no, mate, you're yeah. full. That was it. Like someone broke the steroid needle yeah, on, on his, his ass. ass, and he says, "I think he's, he's full. full of steroids." Oh, the eighties. Uh, but now we're at the seventies. We are in the nineteen seventy-four. Really depressing. And, and, and it's a sign of the seventies because of the look of this man that he is a leading man that's about to enter this oh, scene. Oh my god! In Only walks... in the seventies. <laughs> in walks our assassin hero. That's right, assassin hero, Shatter. That's right, Shatter. Jimmy Shatter. Wearing what I can only describe as being an elephant's cock sock combined with a welding mask. Yeah, as a that's disguise. Not, this mm-hmm. isn't Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible, <laughs> in, as far as the it's, it's disguises. Just, I was like, no one's gonna bother me here. It's like this this four, four foot balaclava thing made of wool with like a, a peephole thing. He walks in. It looks like one of the bananas in pajamas trying to go undercover, dressed as the Elephant Man. It just looks. Like- <laughs> Lovely it looks description. Like, <laughs> lovely description there, Logan. It looks like the shittest tea cozy ever made. <laughs> and he's just wearing it over his head and over his face. So just the eyes and I think a bit of the nose can be noticed. He comes in with a camera that's actually a gun. A gun hidden in the flash of the camera. Which is both bonkers, brilliant, and sexy. What I was thinking in this moment was, has he been conned? Was he supposed to be just like like getting for some blackmail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, You're gonna be in so much trouble oh, taking this for oh, fuck! Oh, that's not that's the exact opposite of what I wanted this to do. I guess oh, I'm an assassin oh. now. Tomorrow's world lied to me. They said it was a camera. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna get in National Geographic now. Fuck! When I said I was gonna take a shot, I didn't mean oh, this. Shatter has now shot the the general. Shatter, but, shatter, 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 general. Um, I shot the general But I did not shoot the buxom wench (laughs) He didn't do it it. Shatter has now shot the general In the back But apparently he comes out of his chest Yeah It was a weird JFK levels of like magic bullets In mid air mind you Yeah yeah just (laughs) What's part of he's like Shatter like I got his name right. I was thinking he's like Shitter or Shatter. They call him Mr. Shatter. Mr. Shatter is stood there for a good while until he starts shooting. And he gets him in the back. He comes out of the chest. The general slowly sort of, in brilliant acting by the way, Mm. slowly sort of arches over to have a look at Shatter. Who we still haven't seen the face of yet at this point. Oh yeah, now we just know him as some weird random woolly fella. Yeah. And he shoots him again in the head. Now, the general falls into the bed, and then it turns away. The camera goes back to the general, who's now in a completely different position, <laughs> propped up on the bed. And then when he cuts back to the general again, he's back to where he was originally. Like, he's, like, risen up, going, ah, fucking hell, I'm going to need some paracetamol for that. <laughs> Where's the extra? Oh, you know what, fuck it, I'm just sad. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of things to criticise about this film. Continuity errors is the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> Shatter, for some reason, once he leaves the bedroom, then takes his mask off. So when he goes to, into like CCTV, he can be identified. And, and then uh, one of the general's guards comes in. Shatter then shoots him very quickly. With did, did he use the camera gun? Yeah, he used the camera, camera gun. gun. Yeah. yeah, and then sort of robs papers from the guard for no good reason <laughs> that he has 
No point Was to he going to use his passport? I'm a master of disguise. I'll be able to get past here. It's, and then just sort of buggers off. Yeah, I like what well, it's interesting also looking at the 70s makeup of, of the bullet hole is that they have to put a thing on top of your forehead. Yeah. So your forehead seems to grow several inches yeah, at the like, point of the bullet. Yeah, it's where extra skin just appears. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're seeing Shatter. So I read up about this guy. I can't remember his name now, but he was... He was Stuart a, Whitman. Stuart Whitman. They call him Mr. Stuart, thank you. I think, he's, <laughs> I think he's a man in the wrong era. Like, he came in just right at the end of the Hollywood studio system. So he signs up for a studio and he does all the apprenticeship that will give you the big leading roles. But at that point, then suddenly they can't hold actors under contract and it's all... Up in the air. Also, his style of acting was passe when he was in his prime. You know, the, the Marlon Brandos of this world have changed what an actor's supposed to be, a leading man's supposed to be, and this guy wasn't able to keep up with it. Oh, no. Well, his only other memorable role in cinema was um, Night of the Lupus, was it? Or a uh, film about Killer Rabbit? He was also, no, he was, he was in one big hit. Uh, he was in a film called the, Those Magnificent Men in Their Flying Machines. Yeah, that was a hit. It was yeah. the, well, was it, it was in its time. It's just one of those ones that you just don't look back on and realize. Like how you find out that like the biggest film in two thousand was like Mission Impossible two. You know, really? You know, it's just one of those things. No, I can find that. I'm, I'm really invested in Mission Impossible two. In my own but situation. like, let's try and explain what Shatter looks like. That was a little contest <laughs> that I, I suggested that we make. Yeah. Um, so here's one. Here's my first one. He looks like a, a 25 year veteran salesman who's been on a 14 year bad streak <laughs> I think he looks like a washed up kids TV presenter that's literally just had his first hangover after 6 years of constant drinking oh like Tim Vincent in the last episode <laughs> <laughs> just like Tim Vincent he finds himself in a terrible medieval film I think he looks like a lounge club singer who only gets booked in Reno <laughs> I think he looks like everyone's dad but at the worst possible time Christmas I think he looks like a guy who was the sexiest man in darts in the late 70s. <laughs> but it's the mid-90s and he still thinks he's the sexiest man in darts. He looks like a man who's one poor sales week away from working at McDonald's again. He looks like if he was ever cast in Murder, She Wrote, he was definitely the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the kidnapper in every film. Here's my last one and this is my favourite one. He looks like a long-serving member of the coaching staff at Newcastle United, and his two brief stints as caretaker manager ended in a 0% win record. <laughs> I think we've got a winner. <laughs> it just looks like he cries a lot. <laughs> he just basically looks like a man who life has beaten him, yeah. and he has not fought back. Life's beaten him with a shitty stick. I think he's got one of those things, I don't know if it's like, there's obviously some vanity to him. Uh, like I said later on when he takes off his shirt he was surprisingly you know not too shoddy looking he was a rugged fella well I described it I think on whatsapp as a guy who was naturally skinny until his 40s <laughs> at which point he started cycling for 10 minutes a day on the exercise bike and would do weights only around the upper body with a technique that one can best describe as idiosyncratic yep, that'll, that'll do that there we go <laughs> stamp and approved <laughs> We'll get back to the film now. Shatter goes to run away, and we cut back to the buxom wench, Yay. who is sitting. <laughs> My favourite part of the film. <laughs> who's sitting, looking around the room, noticing one dead body over there. You can hear there's another dead body in the room because there's no silencer on the gun camera. So she just sits, sits there, looks at the body for about a good five, ten minutes, and then just finally starts screaming. After that, 
I mean, well done. You knew to let him leave the room before you started making any noise. Mm. Well, I had to analyse the situation. She's, yeah. a very, she's a very analytical buxom wench. <laughs> Plus, Chet had a, a, a case of like shooting the guard and the general, but didn't think the buxom wench who could identify... He would never, he would never shoot a woman. Oh, because that's his... That's his dude. Oh, well, shoot men, but I'll never kill women. Hey, he's a gentleman. That's why they call him Mr. Shatter. <laughs> hey, you call him Mr. Shatter. Certainly do. <laughs> that's, that's one of the other titles. Hey, you call him Mr. Shatter. That's uh, going to be the sequel. <laughs> they call me Mr. Shatter. The sequel. Hey, you call him Mr. Shatter. <laughs> the, th- the second one. I can't remember. Is it Sir Shatter or Mr. Shatter? <laughs> They call him Mr. Shatter, OBE. Fourth one, Shatner is Shatter. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't watch that either. I would so, watch the shit out of it. I want to make a note here, in the credits... One the credits the... where it's literally his fate, his Shatter! Fate, with the, the word Shatter in massive letters, mm. and then literally a theme tune going, Shatter! <laughs> well, I like those. One of the people that's credited is always starring, co-starring, whatever. Guest starring Peter Cushing. It's a film! How do you have guest stars in a film? It did feel very sort of TV movie at that point, yeah. Well, I think the idea reading into it was that they were thinking they could make a TV series out of this. I think it was discussed. Like a buddy cop film. I genuinely think it was discussed at one point. Which, when we do our wrap-up, I'd like to discuss that further. Before we go into any further with the credits, though, um, anyone else notice the terrifying thing that there's three DOPs in this film? Really? (laughs) Took three people to film that? Yeah, here's the thing, the situation. The original director, because there was two, the original director came in, had an original DOP, who fell ill and had to leave the project. Second one came in, then the head of Hammer himself took over the project, sent everyone else away, brought in his own DOP, and that's where you have three, and you can tell it in a lot of the fight scenes, three very different films <laughs> happening at the same time. Uh, so it wasn't, it's not just Kathleen Kennedy that does these sorts of things. <laughs> oh, no, 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 this, this, is, this was a full-on clusterfuck. So we've talked quite a lot about the first five minutes, and that's good, because the next 25 Fuck all happens. Nothing yes. happens. Literally nothing Fuck happens. Fuck all happens. happens. I mean, Shatter, yeah, he's, he got to uh, Hong Kong and he slows down. He politely waves at a woman in a car and then gets shot at. Really uh, half-heartedly tries to duck it. Yeah, he's like, gets shot at. You can see he's directly been shot at from the, the way the, the glass breaks. It would have got him. It would have got him and probably killed him. But then, because it's Shatter, he was like, ah, I'm fine. Fuck off! You would have been dead! Yeah, it's really weird. And it's like, he ducks down, kind of like you do if there's someone trying to knock on your window to wash your windows or something. (laughs) And he's like, ah, no, but halfway, ah, no, they've seen me. And I would wonder why this driverless car is travelling around (laughs) anyway. It's just that this is what's staggering now. I'd be, I'd be curious to see how many notes you've got for like the next 25 minutes. There's a rule in editing called cut the uh, shoe leather something like that mm. where it's someone going from one room to the other you don't need to see the journey oh you need to see the journey here <laughs> like you like I was surprised at one point he didn't walk along a certain amount and then tried to do that saving face oh no actually I meant to walk this way to try and take up some more time I'm surprised there wasn't a scene where he just walks into a room forgets why you came in and walks back out again and then remembers and, and then comes back in, in. ah cupcakes <laughs> Looking for his fork, and his fork was in his hand. Oh. Uh, right, Tom, Tom, go for your next ten bullet points really quickly. Okay, fuck all so, happens. Shatter with the eyes of a killer and the eyebrows of a maths teacher. Boom. <laughs> Ch- 
Chatter goes into a hotel. He hands a tip to the concierge. <laughs> it doesn't look like a place for the concierge, but concierge. maybe a receptionist. He has a, I don't wish to be disturbed. The second he goes to his room, a random hussy comes along and goes, what room is my American friend in? And he tells me, he's like, he just said he doesn't want to be fucking disturbed. <laughs> what is he wrong with lying. you? lying. God. Mm. Next. If only, if only TripAdvisor existed back then. So, yeah, he pulls out the gun from the camera. Uh, finds out that the bad guy is French, because that's a cliche. French bad guy wants a proof of the killings. Scatter strips. He's actually got, like, the photos of the killings. Because he takes the photo oh, as he tape kills them. Yeah. For some reason, he gaffer tapes that to his body. That's a popular move in this film. Yeah. He's not the only person that does this. That happens more than once. I almost <laughs> came here with my notes sellotaped to me as well. <laughs> He's been working hard on those ten minutes every day on the bike. I think right. he just wanted as many shots as he can of his own torso. Yeah, of course he does. I think it was in his contract. He was yeah. in good nick, fair enough. And then, if he's in seventies, good Nick. He's obviously better than good Nick than any of us. If, yes. I, was, if I was in decent shape, I'd just be attached everything to it: my keys, my wallet. It's like, what's yeah. how much of that? Fine he's like, he's like that. Right, he's he's a bit like that. He's a few years away from that. You know, Family Guy made a joke about Robert Mitchum out of shape, in shape. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it turns out the Shatter is the assassin. He's gone to get one hundred thousand dollars. Turns out that by shooting the general's guard as well. That the guy's not going to pay out for some Oh, it's null and void. Yeah. It's like when you're filling that part of the contract, the, or like, you know, the scratch and. Sn- the, yeah, know. yeah. Oh, you've, you've fucked it, mate. You've got to fuck uh, it. Oh, yeah, buggered. Uh. So then he get, yeah, the angry shatter. Really telling him, you've got to pay me my money, and he just basically fucks off. I get the sense that this happens to shatter a lot. Yeah. <laughs> many, like, he's a well known assassin. For many years, he's yet to be paid. That's the main reason. Like, look, he believes that if you just say no, he's not got much to do about it. He's, I mean, he's in the yellow pages. That's not how you get an assassin. <laughs> so then he goes through to uh, what I believe is a tailor's mm-hmm. in Hong Kong that he yeah, visits yeah, quite yeah. frequently. And there's yeah. a guy there that helps him, I assume helps him with uh, some of his jobs. Um, suit. And he speaks to this, this gentleman in the back room. There's a beautiful shot where the guy's talking to Shatter and Shatter's in the mirror above him. So you can see them both talking, but in like the same shot. Ooh, how very I, European. I know. I, <laughs> I felt very impressed by that, but that's the, the only thing I felt impressed by. I just I can't remember what, at what point we are in the film that I made this note, but I think it's a good note. Just about his general demeanour in the entire film. Shatter is perpetually angry. It's about the level of someone who has experienced one too many late trains this week. That's kind of the level of anger he's at throughout this his, entire, his, entire, yeah. his entire face is sort of locked into, I can smell a fart and I can't work out whose it is. Is it mine? <laughs> I don't know what that smell is and I don't want to find out. But then the Chinese guy, uh, the Chinese guy, well, from Hong Kong, the, the Hong Kong Eventually. native. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong native who helps out Shatter then delivers my favourite line the entire film. They do not want you anymore. They do not know you anymore. You are like the plague. Ah, I think uh, that might be this guy's it. reputation in Hollywood at this point. I've, I've <laughs> known several women say that to me. Yes. So yeah, it's, uh, Work no. colleagues, your mum. You know. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes in, we finally, finally got our guest star, Mr. Peter Cushing. Yes. As they uh, chase down Shatter and start beating the shit out of him, basically. What is he meant to be? Is he meant to be a government representative or something? I don't I could really never quite know. tell. Is it just it's Peter Cushing? He's authoritative. Yeah, he's authoritative and British. Yes, he's very sinister. Sinister Cushing is the best. I did Cushing. wonder if this whole thing was about British imperialism, you know, killing African warlords and you know going into Hong Kong and all that. And I think that's giving it too much credit. Almost. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Mm. Anyway, Shatter gets the <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give this that's film a, any fucking that's more That's enough consideration for this film. Um, so but yeah. everything's low energy in this whole film. That's oh, the thing. God. Like, there's a chase scene where, like, Shatter just packs his bags quite nonchalantly at the start. <laughs> you know, like, I gotta remember again how far we're into the film, but I just. Every, he moves at the pace of someone who's had a long lunch at work at a time when it's not really that important to get back on you know no one's really that fussed everyone's sort of letting each other off you know don't, don't make the effort I'm it's a not... couple of days before Christmas yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. if you're not going to get it in now it's yeah. fine it's like three days after the financial year's finished so no yeah. one's got anything to do for a long time has so he met his accomplice at this point don't you uh, no not yet um, what happens next he's time? met like his sort of assistant I guess is that the lady yeah well well, he's just about to meet her. Basically, he gets dragged off the street and into a massage parlour, as you do. And he's waking <laughs> up confronted by pictures of tits because, ah, uh, the 70s. He gets sweet-talked into a massage by this woman. I can't remember her name. No, it doesn't matter. We're just going to call her I the woman. As there are it's any the 70s, other... I think. I don't think she had one. <laughs> yeah, a female <laughs> character in the 70s. <laughs> so he gets sweet-talked into a massage, which is just beyond weird. I'll make a note of this point as well. When the people start talking... Uh, is it Cantonese or Mandarin over in Hong Kong at that time? I can't. Uh, yes. It was, was non English. <laughs> okay. When they're speaking anything other than English throughout the film, I had subtitles, but they were only in German. How's your German, Tom? No. <laughs> you seem to see a lot of German versions of these films. Is it a German a... revolver you I... saw as well? Yes, it was. German yeah. revolver at the start of the series. Whenever they weren't speaking English to each other, there was no subtitles, so you can't understand what the people... I can't recall seeing subtitles in this, but I don't recall many scenes... Don't worry, there wasn't a plot, like, it's yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 My second favourite line in the film, where, uh, what is your name? Try Shadow. That's not a name. Fucking cold-blooded! <laughs> oh, you bitch! At least I have a name! <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Shatter! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, here's the amazing thing. When Shatter went to his hotel room, he deliberately swapped the key with a oh, couple yeah. running upstairs by, by bumping into them. The woman that asked for the room number earlier in the film, she then set up an assassination of whoever's in the room that Shatter's supposed to be in. Sending a rocket launcher of all fucking things. Yep. Because nonchalant. Hey, subtlety. Subtlety is a lost art. He, he blows up a bloke who has hired a hooker and all he wanted was a bit of love. Was it a hooker or was it just his... Well, uh, he went to pay love... her, so... Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, it was a hooker. Okay. Tom, well, Tom knows the routine. <laughs> well, they, well, they we, keep, we keep hoping that they just take it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this one's on me. Well, I know, I can see. I'm getting tissues is to clean like, it off. I mean, but... Tengo, is this in my cards down? So I think the next one's for <laughs> That's not... I keep telling you, Tom, that's not how you can't pay for prostitutes with Costa cards. And where, you, <laughs> and where did you get that stamp from? You don't want to know where I got this stamp from. Don't touch it! <laughs> now we get another, ourselves another really low-energy chase scene. Shatter's basically throwing numerous things at the people that are trying to take him down. Mostly it's like baskets of fruit and stuff. He just fucking hates green grocers. Yeah. It's like, fuck your melons, fuck your... It's good that you know went to Albert Square. Oh, yeah. it would have kicked off. Do you mind looking after my store for me? You fucking would! Yeah, <laughs> uh, this it. was my first. I was about to try and do an impression of Shatter, and I can't remember what he sounds like. Shatter. Yeah. 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 The fruit. The fruit baskets. That was my first uh, checkout. So. I'll be honest with you, mate. Same as me, and yeah. I'm supposed to be reviewing the damn thing. I, I, I had a game with FIFA. I think it was, it was around this point. Yeah, I was. I was. I think it was 38 minutes. So I remember that because I looked at it and I went. 
38 minutes and nothing's happened. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I've only got 20 minutes left of this film to watch, so... <laughs> <laughs> you, and, he, you and he did not watch it at two times speed, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, you four stayed with it. At this point... I, I like to call us professionals. In I a said, podcast, I know that sounds kind I of... I saved a... 20 minutes of my life not watching <laughs> the end. Oh, we'll find a way oh, to spend... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get that 20 minutes out of those 20 minutes. We'll get those 20 minutes. I'll happily take it rather than finishing it. Bloody hell. Okay. So is it at this point he meets his partner in crime? Yeah, yeah, he, he's taken to an apartment and shown like a karate demonstration. Although I've also got a note here that says shatter with all the sex appeal of mould. <laughs> so I reckon at some point in the film I, I believe he's in bed with the woman oh yeah he got friend zone didn't he oh he got friend zone hard. well we thought that but then because I put that in uh, was this supposed to be romantic his relationship <laughs> with this woman because he goes in for a kiss and she gives the I think we've all been here lads we've all been here lads oh the turning my. of the cheek oh shit yeah oh, oh it's all become very real this is as brutal to you as the great kitchen sink dramas of British oh, film going for a kiss hey hang on why am I being hugged I didn't want to hug oh <laughs> this isn't lips how did, oh. this, how did this happen oh one been patted on the head Oh, God, so I'll good. take what I can get. Oh, oh now she's rubbing my back. I like to wank though, isn't it? Eh? That's what friends do. There's an edit point. Oh no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back into the film, don't we? But yeah, so this is where we meet these people, and I yep. made this note: forty-two minutes into a ninety-minute kung fu film. It was ninety <laughs> minutes if you watched it like I did. We finally get our first kung fu scene. Yeah. And it's a practice session. <laughs> and it's a practice session with a guy called, uh, was it Taipa? I thought it was Tide Pod. I thought which, which I is what American well. kids are currently Eating, all yeah. into at the moment. I heard Tide Pod as well. I did not hear. I did Tide not pod. hear that. It's Tide. What, I think Tide it is Tide. Tide Tide pods are essentially the liquid tabs that you use. Yeah, you know when you get like dishwashing tablets like the washing machine. Yeah. yeah, and basically got, because they look quite, they do look quite appealing. They do. I've got like an oh, orange yeah, yeah, yeah. segment and a purple segment. And you just so it's it. now every, every time I do my washing, I want to eat it. Well, yeah, that's what American time. teenagers are doing now. Oh, I just smoked weed. You lame. I feel at this point the that's what, that's what all the, that's, to be fair if you listen to a lot of trap music maybe that is the drug of choice for many of these uh, oh, yeah. musicians you know <laughs> I feel at this point in the podcast we should say that we are all law abiding citizens no nope. mm-hmm. not my teenage years of course <laughs> Michael you're abiding the law yeah after 27 abiding the, abiding the law abiding, abiding the, the law, law. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get no action in my life I am now in my life <laughs> I'm law abiding now. My life's really dull. I helped the law and the law won. I helped the law and I got bored. I helped the law and they gave me a special badge. So can we just go back to the film now? Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, the practice session with what I call low rent Bruce Lee. He kind of does his best. He's all right, but he's not. You know, he's not of Bruce Lee's charisma or skills. they've, They've made him look very much like Bruce Lee, almost deliberately. Yeah. Oh yeah, well to be fair, at least they didn't try to pass him off as Bruce Lee and they just spelt Lee L-I. And that was like, <laughs> there were many of these sort of knockoff cheapo. His name was just Lee Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I want to know about this practice session, who is this helping? Shut up. Because he seems to be just beating them up. There's and, no, you know. Yeah, but that's, that's every practice session in Kung Fu ever. They just 
this one guy beating everyone up. That's how it goes. I like to imagine that it's like there's there's always this real one person against everyone, and he's the one guy that's good. Every other person is like, oh shit, not again. This week it's you. Oh, oh no, man. beat the crap out of him. <laughs> This yeah. is, they're doing their um, apprenticeships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed during out. this demonstration as well, Shatter looks wildly unimpressed by literally everything. He has done for 48 minutes. <laughs> he just looks like someone like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I don't want him. His, fa- his face is incapable of emotion. My, my brother, Which is great for an actor, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Just, just stood there like my brother in law's Pete the Beardsley. I don't give a shit. Although, <laughs> but it's like his face has been like permanently Botoxed or something. It can't, yeah. it can't move. Just permanently unhappy. Mm. It did, I did read though that during production he also fell ill. Had a stroke. Ah. So it probably would be like, it could just be like really straining because of the, the whole dystrophy that was getting him. And, and the shame. Okay. Now, now Here's we, where we get introduced to mixed martial arts. Oh yes. Because <laughs> now Tide Pod, as you will be known, um, takes part in a three-on-one MMA demonstration. I, I thought it was a fatal four-way. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Notice how none of the other fighters were fighting each other. They were just going after Tide Pod. So there's one guy representing karate. Oh, one guy representing uh, kickboxing. Kickboxing, taekwondo. Now, the taekwondo guy, am I crazy or did he have a Robert Mugabe moustache? I honestly can't fucking remember to tell you. I could have sworn he had like a moustache just on the is it the filtrum? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, let's see. That's a brave. That's a brave look to be rocking. Who knows? But I was hoping, you know, we had the Taekwondo master from Japan, the the Kung Fu master from Hong Kong, the Karate master from South Korea. I was hoping for the fighting boxing style of Connor from Ireland to turn up. (laughs) Come on, take you all on. He's cashing it in. He's cashing it in. And fuck all of years up. He got an amazing physical display. Yeah. Tide Pod is kicking ass. Everyone's loving it. But Shatter spends the entire time watching the crowd. What I always noticed was that the combat apparel didn't seem very appropriate. It was like they were all going on the night out. They had quite nice yeah. sort of a 70s, you know, pulling well, shirts. Afterwards, they had like a, a bit of an after party. Yeah. And they just I like to that they were all just going out for a party. They're like, look, we need some we need some people to fight this guy for some money. All right. Uh, uh, you fight them Let three. me just put down my apple teeny and ten- I'll just take off. Here's a tenner. Do you want to fight them? <laughs> oh, I'd like a tenner for a fight. That'd be great. I usually do one for free. He wins the big Fatal four-way fight, or and then, or you, or it's a three-on-one. It's a three-on-one. It's a handicap as fuck. So mate. Shawn Michaels at the Survivor Series sort of situation. Oh yeah, full on. Mm. And Oof. He... <laughs> reference for wrestling that. So yeah, well that's, it's at this point then that shit just goes south and shatter uh, goes down. Yeah, it's basically, the martial artist Tide Pod he starts kicking ass. Shatter just punches the fuck out of people. Shatter has two moves. Blocks one guy's punch and punches hey, them. Hey, that is all you need if you got it right. Okay, if you can do it, if you can do it properly, that's all you and, need. And occasionally he throws in a judo throw. Hmm. Like, he, he throws in that white belt judo yeah, throw but, that gets you the yellow bar. But you know when you're playing Tekken or Soul Calibur or so, there's oh. all the fancy stuff. But if you just keep punching, are you that the face, prick who's dows him and knows how to do the stretchy arms? No, we just punch him in the face over and over <laughs> again. I'm shattered. They get into a fight. I genuinely can't remember how it ends. No, I was dangerously close to checking out at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Shatter tries to team up with Tide Pod at this point, doesn't he? Yeah. What I like is that he's trying to help get Tide Pod to help him make his money, and he'll get. I feel like Shatter's trying is got stuck in a pyramid scheme, and he's trying to find some sucker to be underneath him. Yeah. yeah. Someone else must take the fall for Shatter. 
I love how there's one scene where Shatter gets woken up by a nightmare. He must be shattered. Nice. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, going to take any more abuse I don't if get I'm going to be giving. <laughs> uh, you are. Uh, guys, I think Tom's Tom, stuck in a loop. Tom, uh, Tom, uh, for, uh, seeing as this is a audio medium, Tom is holding out for a high five. And uh, no one is going to give it to him. I don't want a high five. I'm just enjoying the joke. Uh, L- listener, uh, dear, are you enjoying the joke? Because. Uh, tweet us if uh, yeah you want more ooh. of this <laughs> and he's come <laughs> more than you'll know yeah, so that's a, he's wearing dark it's fine so that's a free that's a free one now isn't it that's ten yeah. ten stamps <laughs> 56 minutes in whole lot of fuck all going on oh yeah talking about coming Shatter has a wet dream at this point doesn't he does he? Remember, he's stirring in bed for ages. He's basically doing what you're... He was basically doing those sounds you were just making. Oh. But it wasn't laughter. It was... In his sleep, he's acting the balls <laughs> off of it. <laughs> we're very, very close to where I tapped out for good. So so he's in bed with this woman and they're, like, they're professing love to each other. The fuck, dude? You Did just they? got friend-zoned and we know what happens at this stage. And it ain't... Declarations of undying love. It's yeah, I might make it to that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, thanks, listen. <laughs> who's going? Are they going? Yeah, I think they're coming. Well, they might pop down then. They never do. Never do. Never do. Save it for the incel forums. <laughs> what a load of cons they are. <laughs> what? That's the problem. They're not near any of those. <laughs> what forums? The incel. On yeah. Red, read any Google it. Let's listen to there. Google it. All the incel things on Reddit. It's hysterically um, awful. Um, a lot <laughs> of it is really, really funny, and then you realise, oh no, they're shooting people. Mm. It's horrendous. All okay. the incels. Please, please send me a link to all of that. Well, that sounds wonderful. You know what, incel, you've heard incels, right? No, no. It's uh, involunt- involuntary um, celibacy. So it's lads who think they're entitled to sex and women won't touch them because they're awful. And the, because oh! of, you know the guy, because you know the guy just ran over ten people in um, Toronto. He was this big incel person that was on um, guys uh, on Reddit. Guys, these yeah. guys are going to make a, a fair proportion of our listeners, so we need to not insult them. That much. <laughs> you guys are pricks. <laughs> oh. But they feel they're entitled to sex. And they, just, they think uh, those they pricks hate. are entitled to get some yeah. stuff. Oh, you're entitled to fuck all but pain. They basically they hate all women and they hate all and guys. Why, who and why don't they sex. like them? <laughs> yeah. I hate women. Why don't why they like they, me? Why won't they touch me? <laughs> oh, is these, are these like meninists? That Ga- sort of thing. Gary's having sex. Why aren't I? Mm. Yee, come on, well, no, you are one of those well, people. Comb the crisps out of your beard. You know, <laughs> put, put on a pair of trousers. Get a real why get, get a real job. Maybe they'll talk to you. You know. And we are three men doing a podcast about <laughs> do a podcast like real men do. That's how you get your anger out. I carved this microphone out of a tree with my bare hands. That's what hours of alone time does to you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, like listeners, if you are an incel, you've seen these jokes we're making earlier about how you know oh, we're putting the friend zone that's because women have their own choice to do what they like exactly it's fine okay well it's not fine it's but not you know it's not you know it's, an, it's, it's annoying it's annoying as fuck <laughs> it's annoying but it's fine yeah. you know it's, and, and it's understandable yeah. you know and also incels it's your fault you know 
When did this podcast change? It's uh, now become an intervention. Well, I, I think I think what's happening is Mike is trying to delay the inevitable of oh, him yeah. tapping out. I know I'm, about, I'm know I'm going to receive a punishment because I gave up in about two minutes. It might be time. it might be that you have to do a t- have to spend an hour and a half on an incel porn. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I've already got my username. <laughs> it's not his first time. <laughs> So yeah, is this the point where you gave up? Was it the uh, wet dream? Do you recall this? No, wet a little dream? bit, a little bit further on. We're about five minutes away. So there's because there's a car chase that comes after. That's where I tapped out. There oh no, go. no, no! We missed the point where where with the horrifying shatter lying on a sofa, spread legged with like a sarong on at the time. That was a, that was an indelible I, image. I'm, I'm not, not sure that I think I may have mentally blocked this out of my own mind <laughs> to protect my own that eyes. That was horrifying. He did look like he was wearing a sarong. It was very strange. <laughs> In the 70s. And nothing else. In the 70s. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's it's Hong Kong. Maybe that's where sarongs are from. I don't you know. know. This is one thing I've noticed during the whole thing. In any other situation or any other country for any other film, typo. Um, <laughs> ty- typa. Typer to touch type cowpole. <laughs> ah, cowpole. When we were kids, if one of us had cowpole, everyone had cowpole. Ah, ninety nine percent sugar, one percent cure. It's a good mixer. Put it with vodka. It's champion. <laughs> I love that I love Isn't this what Lil John's just on constantly? And it's going to kill him. <laughs> or Lil Wayne, one of the Lils. Lil's. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Not Bow Wow. To Lil Bow Wow. What happened to him? He became Bow Wow. Ah. To be taken and then became Wow. And then became Woo. Yep, that's what. No, that he does. He does. That got what it deserved. Yeah. What happened next? I checked out. Yeah. What happened next? So you, this is the thing, though. I, t- I, t- I tapped out. We're the coming car, up the to a part thing. where I just thought, "Hang about, is this actually going to become a quite good movie?" Yeah. The plot actually you comes in. The worst point to drop out. No, I, you, I, I you, sat through an hour. Of yes, nothing, but then the plot actually happens. Nothing. Half an hour left. The plot. Yeah. Actually Peter goes. Cushing comes I, back. You missed out on Peter Cushing. Tapped out. You missed out on a second helping of Peter Cushing. Oh dear. No, Peter Cushing's awesome yes, in this. Yes, he is. He's like he's like the greatest M that's never been cast as M. That man can do exposition. Like Michael York uh, giving a lecture written by Lawrence Kasdan. I don't know. That was Fuck like, off. That was, like really, <laughs> that was like really bad improv where you're trying to work something out. Yeah, you know why? Because... <laughs> I spent an hour of my life on this film. I was not prepared to spend any. You missed. That's why you missed Peter Cushing getting stuff. bitch slapped. Fine. Yeah, Peter Cushing. You know what? I'll takes li- a slap like a fucking champion. Yeah, I'll, I'll live. Kenta Kabashi could not have done it better. <laughs> I'll live to deal with that, and I'm fine. Believe me. Anyway, I'm um, done. It reveals that. So yeah, they're driving off, and then they're being chased. Aren't yeah, they? they're being chased by Cushing's guys. Yeah, I reckon. And then there's a obviously, Tide Pods puts them back. Fucking hang calling the time pod. Cowpole. <laughs> Puts him down very easily. No, no, um, no. I think it shattered the bat- bitch slaps him. No, no, no. But she, Tupper, like, deals he got with the rest flatted, of the guys. We get it. Skip. Deals with the rest of the guys. And then Shatter just bitch slaps him. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, well, here's the plot then. Like, he, some sort of riddle. <laughs> Oh yeah, at one point in that fight scene also, Typod looks like he was about, he bent a guy over his knee like you were going to spank them. But they just ran off. So the plot gets revealed, it's it's something to do with opium factories across Europe. He yeah. lists... He lists... Oh yes, yeah, he lists... Yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, 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 please! But he there are labs across Europe turning opium into cocaine, which seems like a waste of opium to be oh, honest. Oh, right, great opium. <laughs> Shit cocaine. <laughs> Marseille, Madrid, Antwerp, Munich... 
Birmingham! Milan! I love it, Birmingham! Of all the places in the UK you could have put the opium factory, you put it in fucking town! Where you don't have boats to immediately ship it out to all the other parts of the country! I mean, how many Docklands could you have chosen? Dear God, man, you had Plymouth right there! <laughs> Liverpool, if you're really filling up for the fucking travel. Hey, that's the good thing about town, it keeps it in. You know, no need to sell keeps it. it no need to sell it. We'll, the city we'll of a thousand trades. We'll, we'll, keep that, we'll keep that shit. I guess it's just our industriousness. We we'll sell, we'll, why can't we just sell it at Pigeon Park? We'll be grand. Right, we'll sell a lovely opium down there. We'll get rid I was so weirdly proud. Yay! Yeah, opium! <laughs> One of the hot spots of the opium dens. <laughs> so anyway, it turns the out... The Commonwealth Games and the opium dens. <laughs> and in the 90s Eurovision. So, fuck it. Yay! Out. And we're never going to get that again. When the last, last time Eurovision came to the UK, we had it at the NEC. Oh, I didn't know that. Was the NEC or was it the NIA? Was the NIA, yeah. It it's now the viewers so let us know is it the NEC or the NIA we genuinely can't remember we need to know these things it was Aurica Ulri- hosted it didn't Aurica and I mean, Terry we could just do a little Google search but no listen no, no we're, we're, better better mode is now having more... we're better than that yeah. um, so <laughs> oh yeah also in this exposition scene the wind was not doing favours to the hair of either Shatter oh, yeah. or that or was going to be an epic you know you realise that he's like two feet of forehead if the wind was going to blow any well, harder. They're at the top of like a valley, right? Yeah. So like the wind is really getting... Them Peter Cushing's hard. getting to proper Doc Brown territory <laughs> by the end of it. And he keeps a very stiff upper lip. Oh yeah, also during that scene where, where Peter Cushing's just doing this, just just listen, listening to Peter Cushing talk for about six or seven minutes, can make anything sound interesting. I was like, again, I was like, hang on, is this becoming a good film? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Peter fucking Cushing. It's a halfway decent kung fu action film by 70s standards, and then fascinating sort of, there's a massive conspiracy across the United <laughs> Kingdom. The, the, the papers he start at the start yeah. basically have all the information about these factories across mm. Europe. Yeah. And it's up to... But I love also in that scene, Shatter's kind of gesticulating, but he still has the gun in his hand, and I think he's forgotten. So I'm <laughs> right there waiting at some point for a gust of wind and a move of a finger to just shoot me to cushing in the chest as he's about to reveal it all. We now find out that the African general's brother has taken over. Okay. Back in and, is, and is killing, like, Oh yeah, they're, they're just slaughtering tons of people. They drag the one guy out of the prison, lay his head against a weird twig. Yeah, like a weird branch. It's kind of like one of those divining things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tuning fork upside like, down. Oh, you're not going to find water here, boy, boy. <laughs> and they just shoot him in the back of the head. In quite a lovely graphic scene. Yeah, just gets, his head. He's yeah. head, it, oh, it, I missed the head explosion. Yeah, yeah. well, not an explosion. Oh. They shoot him in the back of the head, and then sort of blood appears on his forehead. That's how it works. That's science. Well, yeah, and but to be fair, it's later on as well. When another person gets shot, I did make a note. They get a nasty paintball to the chest. Yeah, <laughs> it was but hammer. They know their blood. They know their gore. <laughs> they're they're gore mongers. That's what they do. Um, so they decide to go back to uh, Shatter's friend's apartment okay. to find it's been trashed. Oh no done it in the pursuit of you know do you really fucking care no the audience do you genuinely fucking care no, about I didn't. anything that happens to Shatter or his friends I didn't that's why I tapped oh, out I, I quite like Tide Pod at this point so what Aldi Bruce Lee yeah you know, we'll take what we can get if there's no Bruce Sammy, Lee Sammy Lee he's out of work at the moment they now have to take the files that Shatter had taken and sell them back to the, the original guy that wouldn't pay yeah, him in the first place the evil Frenchman he's mm. evil and French mm. a couple of notes I've made before though we get to this number one cable cars yeah fucking A 
because they go to negotiate the deal on cable cars, which is awesome. Number two, Stuart Whitman looks to be in a permanent state of pain throughout the production. I don't know if that's because he was ill or because he just kept reading the script and grimacing. <laughs> and most of this actually looks like it was filmed in modern Benidorm. I'll take your word for it, I've never been to Benidorm. <laughs> Nor have I, but it looks like it. So yeah, the French guy agrees to pay Shatter a million dollar ransom. Good, bad. He, to get uh, to retrieve so so ten times markup, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's, oh, he, oh. he knows his pricing. I'm so beyond and caring. he <laughs> agrees to meet him at Possibly the shittiest looking restaurant in the whole of the world. Yeah. A little chef. <laughs> Worse than little chef. A road yes, side big chef. chef. <laughs> Worse than big chef. Minute chef. Worse than any of the sides. Medium sized chef. I'm fed up of being body shamed bur- chef. A Bernie in. Bernie in. <laughs> a wimpy. Oh my god. Oh, there are still wimpies. I know, there there's one in Peterborough. My fondest memory of a wimpy was that there was a wimpy around where the old Birmingham Academy is. It was opposite a toy, the Toys R Us, which is now an oh, Ikea. Nice. Yeah. There was, oh. a, there was a wimpy there. That'd be alright. Stop feel... changing Birmingham, you depress me. I think the only memory I have of wimpy was having chicken nuggets there and finding bones in them. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean it's come from a chicken, but it's come, it's from, come from an animal. animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can prove at least it's meat. Yeah. <laughs> or were you just eating a, a stash of bones as well? <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Um, You've still got a lot of notes. Come I on, do job, have job. more notes. This is another one about what Shatter looks like. Shatter looks like the uncle that gets drunk first at a family wedding. He's like the uncle that turns up drunk at a family <laughs> wedding. <laughs> they agree to do the, the sort of changeover deal at like a, like a harbour. Yeah, again, like in the daylight. It's a pretty dumb up plan yeah. altogether. The Frenchman hands over the millions of dollars. The, the million dollars. They're in cash. It's fine. Typepod hands over the the notes in a really weird positioning stuck way. to his stuck to his stuck to his torso yeah. again <laughs> that's the shatter method that's how you <laughs> I'm just like, start handing over all like notes just like tied to myself like no no wait sir, that's, someone else. that's for you stop uh, lifting your shirt up sir yeah, so no one's <laughs> impressed where how else am I supposed to hold on to these documents god damn it <laughs> can, I, can I get a, a Guinness and a, a pint of lager please that'll be seven quid can right just... yeah one second take off your shirt rip it off talking about storing things now I'm going to maybe expose my naivety about women in general so you know, <laughs> maybe incels were really looking forward to this one right, right. okay so right, this was up. something I witnessed at work the other day and it, I saw it first in the morning and it was the first time I'd ever seen it mm-hmm. and I thought am I weird for noticing this for the first time but then I saw a different woman with the same thing right at the end of the day mm-hmm. so I'm like is this a new trend handbag backpacks like a bum bag they're hand- no they're handbags but they carry them on their back like a backpack like oh. really tiny yeah it's like a, it's a backpack but it is designed it is a handbag so you can carry it as a handbag but you can carry it on your I've back I've seen the girls with the little tiny backpacks but it's like a handbag it's a fairly no, big handbag no I've not seen that at all okay so this is a new thing it's a new thing that you feel like should have been a thing for a long time yeah it makes like, sense like when they attached wheels to suitcases and everyone's suddenly yes. like what the oh fuck have we been doing <laughs> we put a man on the moon before we thought this <laughs> I'm not the first I know someone else made that bit we made wheels we went bag and it took to 2004 <laughs> until we realised together <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, no, 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 no. So, so yeah handbag please get in touch with me is this a new thing women 
Handbag backpacks. Yes, to the one Backpack woman, handbags. The one woman listener of this podcast. Oh, I, hope, I, hope, I think our white knighting about incels should hopefully have got an interest. Incels, in... what do you make about these handbags? <laughs> Fucking bitches! women! Yeah. What the fuck do they think? Why do they need to carry things? Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell are their tampons? <laughs> they should only be carrying the babies that I have impregnated them with. They don't have to carry money because I pay for everything. <laughs> I have testicles. I have more of a right to say what I want to say. <laughs> Anywho, so going back into Shatter, yes, we oh, have to still keep doing this. Um, the deal goes horribly awry, and the um, woman gets paintballed in the chest. Yeah, the woman gets paintballed in the chest. There's a shootout, and then Shatter some... does his really weird sort of sideways hobble. Yeah, <laughs> while shooting, seemingly shooting, he doesn't know where, but he just figures if he shoots around, he'll like shooting hit in a something. general area. Typod, however, is just kicking ass as he usually does. Literally, but throughout the scene of the fight, the camera style changes which well, I reckon it's because of the, the DOP changes you'll see that the, the quality of the camera is constantly <laughs> shifting and the music keeps fucking up so there's like serious editing wait are you saying going. that at the time of recording someone was in there going da 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 and then, and then when they filmed it again Boom! the guy couldn't remember the guy couldn't remember so it's constantly from different shot to different shot da da do do da 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 do da da do da do yeah he's just scattered the whole way through just jazz scatty shatter the girl whose name escapes me has been shot and dies shatter reacts like someone who's been beaten in poker by a pair of sixes ah just like he's, he's not unhappy, he's just a bit disappointed. He's ticked off, isn't he? Yeah. I so, had Jack High. I thought that was good. <sighs> she nearly touched it once. He hunts down <laughs> the French assholes HQ. Oh yes, um, tells Tide Pod just to hide out for like a couple of minutes. He finds the new African general, who's the first one's brother, who's played by the exact same fucking actor. Yeah, they're twins. One hopes. Oh, <laughs> no, they're not. It's just Hopefully, terrible. not just an eight. A, Casting guy going, people won't notice. <laughs> that was at the start which of is, the film. Which is apparently yeah. what the guy, one of the producers, the guy who owns Marvel, basically said when they recast Terence Howard uh, as Don Cheadle in Iron Man. He said that the general public wouldn't notice. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, you big nerd. Not to say we complained. <laughs> just, just replace yeah. me with, here's a black man. Yeah, big no. nerds noticing things. <laughs> Just give up halfway through like I did. So yeah. it, it becomes revealed that the... Uh, no one knows incel forums. <laughs> Seriously, you've opened a whole new world to me today and it's going to change my life. Not um, in a good in way. In the worst <laughs> way possible. What I decided to do was um, grab Shatter and then just sort of ship him off to Africa to have a Ship Shatter? They're going to ship Shatter on the shores. So they're going to ship Shatter away to Africa to be executed by the general and his mob. However... Before they do that, they've decided that they're going to rip out his fucking vocal cords surgically. Oh, yeah. Mm. In, like, the weirdest, like, torture way possible, they just unveil, like, a number of scalpels, like, we're going to cut you the fuck open with these. With the shitty surgery. <laughs> with the shitty surgery. Yeah. Before you know it, Taipei comes in and dominates his fight scenes. I love... Sorry, go on. They're making me wonder why the fuck Shatter was in this in the first What I love place. is that Shatter gets so into watching the fight scene that the bad guy nearly runs away. He's like, Oi, you, stop yeah, it. Come back. Don't he's, you? He's like, he's he, like... Call, he, corners, he corners the French uh, guy and the American, uh, not the American, the African general. Typek does all the kick ass. He's just there pointing a gun at the pair and going, Don't you dare. And at one point they're no. doing, he's like, Oi. You get back here, you. I've got you a trigger sneaky, finger. You sneaky fox. <laughs> Oh, I hate you, butler. <laughs> I've got a camera gun. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to take a picture. Would a selfie be suicide? It's a camera gun. It would be. Right? Oh, yeah. It would be. Yeah. 
the next part that comes may be my favourite part of the entire fucking film. Because the general and uh, the uh, French guy go to run off. No, wait, wait, wait. There's one brilliant bit before then. Oh, no, go on. Uh, where, uh, yeah, one of the henchmen actually has Tide Pod in a, in a compromising situation. So Shatter shoots him. And then Tide Pod adds a punch. So yeah. it's like, I did it. Like a proper Gary Lineker, <laughs> proper Gary Lineker gold poach. <laughs> That's another one for Tide Pod. <laughs> Tide Pod adds his list of the dead. List of the dead. It, was, it was Harry Kane's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry Kane's claimed that. Yep, he's claimed that kill. <laughs> we most, have most Salas going. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> Harry Kane wasn't even born for another twenty-five years. We even saw it, haven't it? <laughs> so. Now the sequence come where the French asshole and the African general go running towards yep. uh, the door to try and escape. Shatter then shoots them both twice. They fall through the window. Shatter the window. Simultaneously. <laughs> Shatter the window simultaneously. And fall through at the same time. It then Synchronised. Synchronised window falling. It then cuts to the outside of the building... Where two obvious dummies dressed as the two men oh, it's brilliant. fall really lightly through the sky. But they didn't really go in sync. Yeah, yeah. Like and then, Tom Daly could not have followed it better. <laughs> they come down to like the sort of the, the glass ceiling of the, the sort of entrance way of the building, the casino that they're in. Mm-hmm. A, a casino where you see no games being played. <laughs> and then they smash through. And you could see as they come through the window, they're obviously dummies. And they just sort of hang there listlessly in like the weirdest way. In just the most fucking obvious, it's not a death scene, death scene. In I think in any cinema I've ever seen. The Finnish judge gave a controversial 5.2. <laughs> Tom Daly was not happy. Yeah, that was like what I wrote. Dummies do synchronise dive. And that was the last note I made. Yeah, um, so yeah. I'm just going to try and round this up as quickly as possible. The hero type pod and chatter, I guess. Uh, return home <laughs> and it's a compliment and shatter I guess return home to find Peter Cushing waiting for them creepily Just... I don't think Peter Cushing can do anything not creepily <laughs> to be honest and uh, that's it yeah. that's literally the end of the film Yeah, uh, that's that's your whole lot not that credits. you'd know Michael I'm happy with my decision absolutely fine so, right so when when Michael informed us about this today yeah. this is a crime within the confines of Bobob no this film is a crime uh, you, <laughs> two no. wrongs don't make oh, a right, right. right I'm sorry I'm going to interject here do a bit of another thing a couple of notes that I've made oh, that sorry. need to be pointed out despite the fact that the film was filmed entirely in Hong Kong it took another six years for it to be released there. And there's a quote saying that the experience made the director Carreras vow to never direct or produce a film ever I'm again. I'm glad. That's good, really. Yeah. I love films that end like, careers. It seems to have ended Mike's love of cinema. <laughs> it was a friend's love at the best. Of- <laughs> it was exactly if, 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 cin- yeah, if cinema went in for a kiss, Mike would offer his cheek. Yeah, pre- <laughs> previously... I just have sex, bro! <laughs> <laughs> cinema guy, 101. Uh, no, previously I just didn't really watch films. Now I think I hate them. It's only <laughs> taken it's only taken eight episodes of this podcast. <laughs> all you need to do is watch all maybe, films. Maybe we should make that thing a rotating third guest that doesn't watch films. How long can they last? Like the record's eight. <laughs> 
I mean, I'll tap it out. You know, it's... Don't, you can't tap out. The next one's yours. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to the um, next one. It's, it's got a sexy robot in it. <laughs> okay, so so that is basically Shatter in the weirdest nutshell that we can give Nothing it. happens. No, it, to be uh, fair, stuff happens. You, you missed just, it. You just cut out the I'm wrong sorry, time. If something hasn't gained any thing. interest after an hour, so I'm, not, I'm tapping so out. let's get to the key things. Like, uh, uh, Could you make a good version of it and, oh, yeah, yeah. and so, say, say something nice about yeah, it? Shatter so, yeah, Shatter beats up incels. Um, let's go around and say let's go around and say how we could make the film better Michael how would you make that film better Shatter Shatter and Typod beat up incels I'm I'm not against that (laughs) the entire you know like in the old 80s video games like the scrolling (laughs) beat-em-ups just make it that okay is is he like Tails in Sonic 2 (laughs) Shatter's just like following you around Shatter just punches the fuck out of people I think the concept of it as a TV series I mean it would have been atrocious but there's a 42 minute version of this film that's tolerable. I only watched like you get rid 50. of like if you get rid of the f- 25 minutes of fuck all happening at the start. The absolute faffing. Yeah. And then there's a, l- a real big lull around the time. But basically, all the stuff with Tide Pod in it. That's what baffles me. That this was the film that was too much for you because I think this is in the top half and, uh, of, the, of the of the eight we've watched so far. This is one of the better four. I would give say. Give me on the and that's not me saying I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's less bad than than you know Bullseye, for example. There's there's moments in it that you can recommend. I did quite like the cynicism of it. Like this is at a time when James Bond's around. Like this, in a way, this don't say this is how it's James Bond. No, no, no. This shatter. <laughs> if you wanted to take Ian Fleming's Bond, Ian Fleming's novel Bond, the hired the assassin basically, put him into the cynicism of this time period of Watergate and everything. This is the time when Hollywood's doing all these cynical, angry film political films. There's a film about a cynical assassin in Hong Kong kind of doing what he feels like. Sometimes he'll fight for the right fight. Sometimes he'll fight not so much for the good fight uh, with with a native in the area as well. It's not the worst concept in the shady underbelly of Hong Kong crime. Constantly questioning his own morality. Yeah, yeah. His morality can shift. And he, like, I do like, like, he, like they want to make Shatter an anti-hero like, of this time. He could be. In another story, he's the villain. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad idea. The actor doesn't provide anything really interesting with it, but if you, or, you get someone, if you get someone like um, a Lee Marvin, could have done something really interesting with the the basic character of Shatter, or Charles Bronson could have done something really mm. good with, with Shatter. Conceptually, it's not bad. I like, I quite like the cynical politics of it, as represented by that uh, sort of a big spiel from Peter Cushing's character. Again, like him as like an M to these two, a sort of a man from uncle dynamic in a weird way, isn't it? Peter pushing in one of his final hammer. But let me make something clear. This was a bad film. This was a boring, dull film. Oh, God. Yeah. But there's a a cut-down version of it that's tolerable as a 42-minute TV pilot. And a better actor is shattering. You, You could make something out of it. You could remake this film weirdly like they say you should remake the bad films you mm. take the basic concepts you know it's very doable um, for me I think if you were going to improve this film you have to completely change the focus character yeah Typot is so much a better character than Chatter and if he, you and have it a... his, from his point of view like he's going around and he's demonstrating like Kung Fu and suddenly this American who's in trouble comes into his life and that shapes the film yeah that's way better than the entire plot of Shatter itself. Yeah. And also to say something good is one of us going to claim the fight scenes. The fight scenes aren't 
They're not Bruce Lee, they're but they're not. They're, 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 you know. I like the music in the first ten minutes. Yeah, there's some. Shut up! <laughs> there was like a little nice little funky, funky sort yeah. of seventies, bassy. Yeah. yeah, and then it, it just kind of stopped, and that was my favourite bit—the music. Yeah. And then an hour of nothing happened, and I tapped out. Yeah, and done. And then and then half an hour of some stuff happened. <laughs> you yeah, should have stuck just, around. Yeah, you just <laughs> bailed at the wrong time. If something hasn't given uh, grabbed any attention in an hour. I know what you mean. In an hour. I know what you mean. You, look, you, look, you, look, if I'm it wasn't done. for this podcast, I would have turned it off. Yeah. But you bailed. Like, yeah, you bailed, you bailed at the wrong point. Yes, but I don't like films. In well, now, you don't. <laughs> now I don't. Films. This has killed any any uh, enjoyment of films. But yeah, now. we are we are gonna you know we, we expect Michael to take part in this conversation from yes, an informed yes, yes, yes. point of view, and that he hasn't done that means that he shall for be forfeit for the first hour. There will be punishments. We have discussed some ideas. Mm-hmm. I suggested that you actually go well, into probably. a martial arts lesson and maybe be a crash test dummy for like some five seven. Year olds. I work in a school. I've got access to three hundred of the buggers. You mm-hmm. know, my my You're... suggestion would be was uh, what I delightfully called death by karaoke. Mm-hmm. Okay, what would that entail? That entail uh, how many minutes of the film did you miss? Uh, about half hour. Half an hour's worth of karaoke Ooh. with songs that we pick. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Kung fu fighting. Are you two, sing- are you two singing it or what? No, no, no. We don't You're have to do singing. You're the one singing. Mate. Oh, fine. I've got a lovely voice. <laughs> But we'll do it in a public space. Fine. <laughs> and we get to throw things at you. So these are some ideas. If you want to tweet us, yeah, tweet, it's tweet a, me a Bowob Pod <laughs> and uh, B O W O B Pod, and we'll take some suggestions. And by the end of this season, we will have something for Michael to do. Whether whether he makes more transgressions along the way <laughs> yeah, that requires additional punishments will be yet to be seen. And maybe one of us two will falter. We have to be honest. Yep. I mean, there's another how many episodes in the series? We have right? seven to go. So yeah, we're we halfway there, guys. Yeah, we're at the halfway point. So Ooh, we thought we'd like to try and make it, give you an idea of how it's going to work. What, what the idea of this show will be is that it will go in seasons as such, and we're going to do fifteen films per season or series and then there'll be a 16th episode that kind of summarises how we feel we're going to sort of rank not rank them first to 15th but we'll kind of have a bronze silver gold for like the five worst the five least the five brown, brown browner and browner yes <laughs> the, the table of awfulness yeah. yeah and then and we will pick a definitive worst of worst of British of something a wob wob so we've we've talked about how we can make it better um, have we really touched on Good what we liked about it. Well, like, yeah, I the music. Think, uh, like, you went music. Oh, I music. said the plot dynamics, and you went with the action scene. Yeah, uh, plus also Peter Cushing. Yeah, yeah, I, Cushing I kind of, yeah. Days. I'll claim Peter Cushing amongst the plots. Yeah, that that whole scene I really liked. Yeah, it was just the one decent scene in a film that is mainly track. It bumps it up from a one out of ten to a two out of ten. For oh, me. I I gave it nasally a three. Ooh, purely because I also like the action sequences for like the the, the half hour at the end. Is a good film. Oh, is it, There's okay. elements of okay. a good film within there. Not so much a good film, more a passable film. Yeah. But anyway, what are we doing next, Michael? Uh, yes, Tom. What are we doing next? Yeah, Tom. Oh, shit. Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! We'll be honest with you, ladies. Fucking anything. <laughs> paint, paint drying, a bit of grass. Um... Oh, you tapped out at the wrong time. You shush it now, boy. We don't really have any direct, obvious films that we've seen ourselves. What I did see was a trailer after this. Yeah, for... watch all the trailers. All right, for an hour and a half. Better than this, right? Well, that's interesting. Actually, did you know that the reason they're called trailers was that they used to be screened after films, hence they trailed the film. Because back in those days, they didn't have like half an hour of credits at the end. It was just yeah. the end and like, see these films. 
fair that's, enough. That's why they're called trailers, even though they precede oh, I films. I, I am learning today. Mm. Power in knowledge. Power. Um, that's not a word. Power in knowledge. You have power. 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 Because I, I don't really know many British kung fu films that we can say. Yeah, it's, it's a bit hard to sort of... I think we really have penned ourselves into a box on this one. Well, like I said, there's... Um, like I, I want to watch some Hammer Horror films, both good and bad. So I don't. Be, uh... I kind of do. I mean, Christopher yeah. Lee playing Dracula, who wasn't yeah, want yeah, and I've always wanted to watch those sort of Frankenstein films. I, you know, I, I watched uh, Mark Gatiss's History of Horror, and he made it look very yes. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember watching that with... Um... Because he did a bit on the Universal movie, the monster movie monster sort of run as well. So, but what there was at the end of this screen was a trailer to another Hammer film from 1974 that combined horror with martial arts. But this also really went for the Hammer horror aspect because there was Peter Cushing playing Van Helsing, and there is a Count Dracula, not played by Christopher Lee, Boo. unfortunately. But it was called. It's called here The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. That basically sounds like an episode title from Danger 5, if you've ever watched it. No, no one has. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. You've made it up in your mind. So no, to give you an idea, here's some actual uh, critical responses. Uh, from the AV Club, they said it was flawed but enjoyable, which is what I put on my dating profile. <laughs> Saying there's something inherently entertaining about makeup splattered vampires, distinguished British actors... And martial arts squaring off in periodic eruptions of kung fu fighting. <laughs> and uh, a guy from DVD Cult wrote, Is it the best Hammer horror film ever made? Hell no. Is it the best Hammer film of the 70s? Hell yeah. So. Just watch Cockney vs. Zombies, alright? <laughs> That'll do. That's not really got anything to do with. It's, a, it's <laughs> about beating people up for no apparent reason. So if you want to go buy a film we've watched, then Cockneys vs. Zombies. There we go. Even that's like a stretch. <laughs> Better than this. But if you want a film that looks like it might fall under the same similar umbrella, then yeah. it's The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. You watch Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires with the knowledge that it's going to be deliberately shit. I'll tell you this now. I'm going to watch that film. So if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter and talk about it, I'm happy to do so. So yeah, I, it's like it's like a a film club. <laughs> talk to us, we're lonely. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm going go to go to those forums. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to make up a third username. So yeah, so if you want if you want to save us from these forums that we obviously know way too much about, um, you can get in touch with us, or you can follow us on various forms of. Um, Social media. My name is Lorcan Mullen. That's L O R C A N M U W L A for Apple N for Norman. That's my Twitter handle. That's my Facebook account. That's my Instagram account. If you put an at gmail.com at the end of it, that's my email address. You can hunt me down, um, Tom Hodkinson. Uh, put H in Tom because I just like putting it in there. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't they let me? <laughs> What a world we live in now. Um, so you can find me on the Twitter, the Facebook, the YouTube, the Instagram, and all that. All through that one name, Tom Hodkinson, because I don't like to hide away from things. And uh, find me on Twitter at, at MichaelBell86 and Facebook. I've got enough friends, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's not been on the forums lately. <laughs> you can also find out our double act, The Kamikaze Club. You can get that on Twitter. We don't Facebook. talk about films. Well, That's because we... you won't let me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do do a sketch about Coventry. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So the next episode, I think that is belonging to you, Michael Bell, the man I, who now hates all of cinema. I now hate all of cinema. I don't think uh, this is going to rekindle this, any lost love. Yeah, this isn't the punishment exactly, but uh, yeah, this is a film called Virtual Sexuality, and it's about a sexy robot. It's sort of. It's, it's, it's what know. 90s thought technology could do. It's 90s. It's so very 90s. Good. Basically, love take, the 90s. Take 90s Britain, throw in weird science. This is kind of what it's like. So right? it's a waste. Yeah. It's Thanks. a waste of sex robots. Fucking perfect. Let's watch it now. Look, it's a it's a sexy romp uh, with teens up to no good. It's American Pie meets Blade Runner. What Uh, more could you need? Literally nothing. You've (laughs) sold it to me now. You've restored my faith in cinema. (laughs) Tom was mouth agape at that description. (laughs) I'm always mouth agape at his descriptions. (laughs) So um, that is it for this episode. Uh, We've been discussing this film. Um, These guys actually went out. They went into Hong Kong. They worked with was it the Shaw Brothers? Yeah, uh, I think I was the yeah possibly yeah the Shaw yeah, Brothers do, yeah. over in Hong Kong to create a film that someone wrote that people will start in and many uh, people directed apparently that, there was, there was <laughs> several DOPs, a couple of directors, and a whole bunch of crew that worked their asses off to get something made. This week, I had a breakfast of flumps. Maybe they'll talk to you.